I am Jose, and this is my story. Hey, how's it going? I just want to give a big thank you to everybody that's been following the episodes. We might be doing a Q&A soon. I love all the feedback. I love all the questions. But for now, this is episode 9. Let's check it out. Surprises weren't abnormal growing up. One day we would wake up and surprise, the light was cut off. And then surprise, the gas would be shut off. Different times growing up, I remember having to heat up the water in a pot on top of a mid-sized burner. The way it worked was, you heat up the water in the pot and then transfer it to a bucket of choice. Once you have the hot water inside your bucket, you would turn on the shower water and fill up the rest of your bucket. Somehow, the water temperature was almost perfect all the time. We had a used butter container and used it to pour water on ourselves. I would first wet myself, scrub my entire body, and then rinse. Then use shampoo, and then rinse. And for the grand finale, just pour the rest of the bucket over my head. Great times. When the light was shut off due to no payment, we sometimes had good neighbors that would let us run an extension cord with two mail connectors and that would give us electricity to a section of the home. Around these times, Maruchans were a household favorite. All we needed was water and we would just plug the microwave. The eggs, milk, and cheese from Wick would be on a cooler and with the EBT we would buy ice to keep the stuff cold. Plenty of times, however, I remember the ham and tortillas floating around on melted ice inside the cooler. I've had eggs in every single way you can imagine, but it was always mom that made it happen. It wasn't always like that though. When Tano was making good money, we ate at restaurants and I even remember from my brother Sebas' baptism, a goat was killed in our front yard and cooked in front of us. This was when we lived on Yupis Street. I barely remember our time there. Tano had a burgundy Crown Vic, older model, this was around the time the old Motorola phones came out, the ones with the battery in front. We would go to this Bellard spot on University and 50th. Apart from the Southcrest Park, this was a popular meeting spot. Eight ball games with high bets would take place here, and the daughters of Don Kiko, the owner, would help serve chips and sodas to the customers. Don Kiko was a friendly man who ran a great business there. His wrist covered in gold and his charismatic attitude made him stand out. I don't remember his daughter's names, but I believe we were around the same age. From Neri Antonio the imitator staying late after the billiards place was closed, to large bets over a simple game of eight ball, this place was a regular must-go for Tano and his fellow comrades. I can't say we didn't enjoy these luxuries, I mean... As a kid, I rarely remember going to Chuck E. Cheese, but what I do remember is being surrounded by men with lots of money, staying up late at the Bellard's place, being entertained by imitators. Also, eating great food at different restaurants. However, I also remember the nights my mother would go to bed crying because Tano decided to go out with another woman. My mom had to iron his clothes in order for him to do so. This gets a little personal. 
the worst I probably witnessed as a kid during this Thano era was when I heard screaming and crying from one of the rooms. All you could hear them was begging him to stop. I opened the door and I saw him with a belt taking advantage of my mother and another female at the same time. Man. And sure, I had the latest polo shirts, but they were just covering the belt marks on my back. The real riches were the days when I would get grounded and my cousin Angie would come keep me company by the bedroom window. When me and Elvis would watch MTV and nothing bothered us. When me and my cousins Martin and Carlos would play 007 GoldenEye all morning on the weekends when everything was right. We didn't have much, but we were close. The short time that we stayed at the little house next to the mechanic shop on Ash Street, that's where the picture of me and my sister like next to each other was taken. There I was 11 years old. I remember my tia Oli and my cousin staying with us for a bit there. We used to beat pennies with a hammer until they became the same size as a quarter and we would play unlimited Tekken fight or street fighter at the local liquor store. Another one of the memories there was a Christmas. My mother didn't have the immediate funds to get us anything. The dinner was great though, but when it came to unwrap gifts, it would be my cousins doing the unwrapping, but not us. Jessica, Angie, Martin, Sara, and Poncho were all so small. At the end, I remember posing for the Christmas picture with my cousin's skateboard that he got from Santa. And I also remember him taking turns with me as we did tricks on the board trying to be the next pro skaters. Of course, it never happened, but at the time it felt right. I remember this one day, it was sprinkling, and me and Carlos decided to trespass into this nearby church to skateboard and try new tricks. These days were full of good surprises. Not like the surprise we would get living at Estelle's. One evening, there was a knock at the door, and the fear came back. Tano was out of prison and was standing right there in front of us at Estelle's house. Surprise! He was going to move in with us, and it felt like the terror would start again. Alright you guys, that was it. See you guys next week for our next episode of I Am Jose and Monday for our Monday Motivational Poet of the Week. Thank you. Ha, calmado el José. Nunca aguitado, siempre ando al cien. 